Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. It's Wednesday night, time for a street fight. We just left the Elevator Brewing Company. If you're ever in Columbus, Ohio, you want to come hang with the gang. We're hanging out on 4th Street. Elevator Brewing. They had $3 Three Frogs IPAs tonight. They are delicious. We're watching AEW Dynamite Wrestling every single week on Wednesday nights. That's where you can find Street Fight. And then we come and do the damn show. So... We're glad you're here. If you're watching live on the stream, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, whatever it may be, I'm watching in the chat. I like to follow along, although it's kind of distracting, but I appreciate everybody that shows up. Congressional baseball fan is already commenting along one of my uh, favorite chat handles that I've seen in a long time. Uh, We appreciate everyone that shows up and uh, listens to what we do. You can find more Street Fight Radio, including our bonus content on Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio. That's where you get extra audio. We just recorded a uh, Teen Fight Radio episode this week. Uh, Brian also just ordered uh, recorded another episode of Shocktober with Felix Biederman from Chopper Trap House. So head over to Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio. There's tons of zines and videos and audio and so many amazing things that you can dive right into if you want more Street Fight. Other than that, it's just a goddamn podcast. Rate and review on iTunes. Tell your friends. We're trying to spread this mess across the U.S. We want to see something different and uh, hope we can create a, a world without without uh, borders and without boundaries of uh, spherical shapes. A flatter arrangement. So, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're Street Fire Radio. What's up, dude? Not much. We got a variety show coming up. That's true. Uh, poor people in the chat already heard this, but uh, it is January twenty fourth. It's a Friday, so there's, you can get here, and uh, we will have Jake Flores and the District Sentinel Sam's here, and it's going to be a fucking rowdy one. I'm feeling rowdy as shit in twenty twenty two. I had, I got to say the first one was a huge success, and I'm glad a lot of people came out. But this is going to be a completely different show. You're getting a full set from Jake Flores. District Sentinel, we've toured with them uh, now. We're going to tour with them again. We've performed several times with them. They really get it. They do a great job of whipping everybody up. They're going to throw someone in a fucking garbage can, I bet. They're the best. That's my bet. They're, Just, they're one of the best things. To, like When they were going before us on that last tour, oh, it was so easy to walk on stage after them. It almost felt like we were cheating on Hellfire. They're great. <laughs> yeah. No, they kill it. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I know a lot of you uh, went last month, but please come out again. We're going to rage all night long. I'll be there hanging out, um, committing felonies. So please join us. I'll be kind of uh, there until everybody leaves, and then I'll go home and uh, lay in my bed and uh, then get in a car the next morning <laughs> and drive to uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Me, Brett, and Jake or Jake Flores are going to jump in the fucking Kia Soul or the van. I don't know which one we're taking. And we're going to drive our asses to Harrisburg and do another show. It's like we're on tour, but we get to sleep in our own beds. Except for we don't. We have to stay in a hotel, which is not fun. But we'll live. Yeah, you know, I can deal with it. Yeah, we'll be gone one day. We'll come home. Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, it's happening. Um, all the infos at store.streetfight.com along with, uh, along with, um, those tickets, all the tickets are there. And also you can buy Shocktober. You can buy all kinds of shirts. Yeah. So go there. All the stuff is there. Yeah. We're taking 
pre-orders, <clears throat> sorry, I'm full of uh, beer bubbles. We are taking uh, pre-orders on the gumball injury to all, an injury to gumballs, an injury to all t-shirt. This uh, microphone situation still has me a little on edge, but. I know, now I'm nervous. Are we good? I think so. They're not complaining. If I can touch this, it makes noise. I okay, won't do don't that. touch the cord. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think I haven't. I'll announce it. I, I mean, I think I've already announced this, but between each mini series now, me and Felix can't stop talking about shock jocks. You're going to get like an episode that's, uh, um, you know, whatever's going on in the shock jock world. We hit Don Imus. We hit Howard Stern. We did some man cow. And, uh, that was that. That's the new episode. It's mostly Don Imus because he died. So, you know, we yeah. got to cover the guys that die, you know? Which they're all going to someday. Sure, maybe even soon because they're all pretty old. You know, I mean, they are they are above uh, above us in a generation of you know angry white guys that yell into a microphone. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but uh, also American Podcasts, a show about Kid Rock. This is not a deep dive. I want to uh, say nothing. I'm doing is a deep dive ever again. Like, only one deep dive. Only Shocktober is the only deep dive. And uh, if I had the choice, I would not have called it a deep dive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that's honest. I learned something <laughs> from Shocktober and uh, no more deep dives. They're just podcasts about things. Okay. You know, um, you're not a deep diver anymore. Well, it's just you can never get it all, you know, and it just makes you feel bad. It even makes you feel dumb. Yeah. This know? is a shallow wade. Yeah. Because you're doing like, you're doing like, when I did Howard Stern and didn't talk about Artie or uh, the Whack Pack, people were just like, you didn't talk about anything. And it's like, no, I did two hours about yeah. him. <laughs> it can't all fit. Well, you know? I mean, you and can go can, back. It's not like there's more. I know. We're doing it again next October. There's going to be a whole thing. But yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, there's two more. Well, you haven't heard Alex Press yet. We have Alex Press on Team Fight this week. And then next week, we got Libby Watson. And week after that, we got Rachel Millman. And then uh, we're done with Team Fight. What we might, might get Katie. Katie Quimby. Yeah, we. I'm nervous about that. She deserves to say. She gets mad. She though. got slandered. She sometimes gets mad, though, when we She's allowed to be her. mad. Because me and Gwen slander her all the time. She's allowed to be mad. I, well, yeah, that's true. But you put me and Gwen with Katie and... There's going to be fireworks Bickering. at home. Bickering. Yeah. Well, oh, you're just crazy. saying you're worried she's about your crazy. house. Yeah. You're not. I'm not. No, she's not going to leave me. I'm no, I normal. didn't say that. Yeah, I'm normal. She can get a little crazy, you know? But, I mean, you... I think the thing that keeps me and Katie together more than anything is uh, we both have very thin skin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, as thin, how thin can skin get? I have it. Okay. You know, every cut hurts. Yeah. And it's both of us are like that. So we know how we, to, yeah. How yeah. to slice and dice each it's other. It's scary. It's scary. I mean, you know, I think most people that do what we do have thin skin. I think that they I, say to do what we do, you can't have thin skin. Like entertainers, right? Like they're like, uh, to do what you do, you got to have, you, we'll say it. We'll be like, you got a thick skin. You know, you got to be right. And it's like, I don't think any of us do. Like, True. none of us. True. We all have thin skin. No. We're like trying to please people all the time. And if we fail at that, we feel bad about it. So, uh, 
That's just the entertainer's mind, you know? A little bit. Um, something I've been uh, following a little closer. It, you know, we, we hit the primary at the beginning of the show every couple weeks. And uh, I'm weirded out by Elizabeth Warren now. Yeah, I heard. She weirded me out, Brett. She went too far? <sighs> well, I... So here's what happens, right? Elizabeth Warren went to Harvard, right? And she was a, a professor at Harvard, okay? That's your... This is her history or what she did recently? Recently. No, her history. This is oh. her history, okay? And she's been... I think in public service for a pretty long time. And I think when you go to Harvard, you kind of hang out with a different crew than guys that are cable guys or call center workers. I think it's like a different. I mean, don't get too far off. You're that's a little, that's a stretch. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying no, it's, better, like not no. better, different. You know, they're like different. No, I think, I mean, I think everybody's the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're Wrong. like robots. They, but here's what I think. <laughs> no. I think that like somebody like Elizabeth Warren looks at the people. She's looking at the whole country, right? Because when you're running for president, you got to look at everybody, right? You got to say, who's a potential voter? Who's going to vote? Uh, who can I get to vote for me? And uh, I think she looks at that. And uh, she doesn't have any idea how to relate to those people because she's been hanging out in, like, the high society circles and stuff. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I've always thought about her. Like, she to me, like, I, I one time I had a girlfriend that had an aunt that lived in Annapolis, Maryland, which if people, the people that live there know or people that are from there know, but it is like. A little tiny, beautiful, uh, segregated community of very rich people that have this little pier that they can watch boats and shit. You know, like yes. it's the most amazing thing. It's people that people wear boat shoes there because they own fucking boats. Yeah, they're not in Ohio. They're not in Columbus, Ohio, wearing boat shoes. You know. <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers own the boot, the, but, the fucking shoes, but. Like that that is really what she is though. Like she's just a high society, like she knows how to do a charcuterie and like she knows how to like she appreciates she, abstract art. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that about. I love that. See, I, I like too. that stuff. I, I'm gonna say this. But she's trying to be relatable. That is the thing. You're not relatable. I You need is, to be you need to treat us like scumbags because we don't understand abstract art. And that's what we you need to be tell treated. us that Jackson Pollock was great and then like spit on us. And we're like, do, all right, you should be the president. A certain amount of me does like when I think about the president. now, I don't want any president at all. But the reason you look at a guy like the reason that I look at a guy like Bernie Sanders, right? Is or like even I'll say this about Donald Trump. I'll say this about a guy like Mitt Romney or something. You you look at these people and you're like, uh, they're kind of on a different plane than me. And they're like talking to me in their way. You know what I mean? Like this guy is 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 like a guy like Bernie Sanders. When he talks, he doesn't try to be like. Let's get a selfie. Let's do this. Let's fucking... I play Pokemon. He just is like, I'm Bernie Sanders. Uh, the only hobby I know he has is walking. Which I kind of identify with that too. But like, I don't know a lot about him personally. I know he's played basketball. But no, it's just kind of like... He, it, 
he doesn't try to tell us all that he's seen Breaking Bad. I this guess is, is what I'm saying. Well, the, I mean, it's it's the difference between all. It's this that they're all fake. So Elizabeth Warren, it, Elizabeth Warren is just another rich person that's trying to pretend to have a personality that's likable. Yes. Like like Hillary Clinton did the same thing. She was like, we uh we uh we workshopped this and everyone's on her side and we can do all of these things that we can sell all these rainbow flag, Hillary, Hillary Clinton's things and make it happen. And she's the same. And like, like they are literally planning their personality. Like they don't understand that personality is who you actually are. Bernie Sanders personality is when some guy says to him, Oh, you're dressed great. And he says, I got all this from Coles. Yes. That's your personality. Yes, yes. I tell everybody that says you look good. I'm like, Oh, I got this for so cheap. Yeah. Do you want to have a seat? I'm going to show you how I got this for nothing. <laughs> That's my personality. Right. My personality is not like saying, uh, Hey, I, I, uh, I really enjoy the, the newest edition of a uh, final fantasy, you know? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So it reminds what, what is happening is Elizabeth Warren is taking selfies now. And this is over like two days. Selfie. Where all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to take a selfie. Hey, I took a selfie at Waffle House. Hey, I took a selfie here. Hey, I, and then like yesterday she does this rally in Brooklyn uh where uh julian castro comes to and she announced all i saw was a clip but she announces i have julian castro here um you know we're gonna do and then she like builds it up like like you know like an entertainer that's fine you know there's a certain amount of entertainment to what they're doing fair right and she's building it up and she's like we're gonna take a selfie and i was like Oh no, that's like not what people do, you know. <laughs> and when I saw it, I was like, "Did she bring a selfie stick out?" I don't. I didn't see a selfie stick, but I, I was just thinking. Well, somebody pointed out that her staff actually takes the picture, but she calls it a selfie. See, <laughs> but that's fake, and me- that's when you don't have personality. When you don't like, here's the thing. I live for anybody that likes to take selfies. I It's never been my thing. But there are people that take a picture of themselves every fucking day. And I have no, I'm not going to be a complaint about it at all. No, I don't care. But you, it's a natural thing that is a part of someone's personality. Once again, yeah. this is like someone told her, they were like, we will get really good social media metrics. If you just do like one-off selfies with people, that would be a great way to say that you're a personable person. And she literally is not cunning. She has no cunning at all. She has right. no, she's not sly about it. She can't just be like, you know, hanging. Someone comes up and tells a story and she'd be like, let's do a selfie. You know, like, I love selfies. I'm your aunt that loves selfies. Just be that. Yeah. And it's stop odd. telling everybody you're that <laughs> and just be that. Well, so right before we record three hours ago, I, God, I, I was trying to workshop a personality. Right. Three hours ago, I catch this tweet that she did. And it's to push an article in L magazine, right? E-L-L-E, not L, like the letter L. We know. Um, we read L. And she was like, uh, this is this is the tweet. I'm not going to read the article. Uh, you deserve better. Dump the guy who ghosted you. Convince the roommate to let you adopt a dog. And I'll take care of canceling your student loan debt. And I read that and I was like. "That was Wait, the L article said that? No, that's her tweet. That was her tweet said that the l article is linked in that tweet she linked so there's an article and what's the article of an op- i'm opening it now 
just um, about like namaste in bed yeah it's a it's a, <laughs> it's an exclusive spiritual video. gangster sh- spiritual gangster yeah. shit right well it just feels like i think the thing that weirds me out about it more than anything is that like she is obviously a real person that has like real interests and i like and that, that like could that that like could like talk naturally about these things but it reminds me of how these people like go to iowa and eat a corn dog yeah and you're just like (laughs) you know what you know she would kill on instagram if she just showed how people how many lighthouse paintings she has in her house yes people would go fucking bananas for that yes and that would just be her once again this is like saying out loud like what i'm supposed to be doing without actually accomplish with actually doing it that's how i that's what i think i just there's something and and here's the thing when i saw it the first thing I thought about was like Hillary Clinton doing the whip and the nay nay. And I was just like, they're going to fucking make her the nominee. Like yeah. She's going to end up being the goddamn nominee because she she's playing the game. I just I mean, like Eli- it when these people. What is Liz- Elizabeth Warren goes on the stage and snaps and says, break up with him. Yeah. You know, like that's Flossing. how she, that's how she starts her fucking her new uh Stops on the campaign trail. Her breakup with him is the new hashtag for like her campaign. Elizabeth Warren with Lizzo sort of thing. Campaign stop. Where it's yeah. like, this is not who you are. We know. I can see that you are not that person. And I used to. And it, she used to do the Daily Show when I watched it still with John Stewart. And I was like, you know what? She's got a good personality. She's not like. It doesn't seem fake. It seemed like she was just a person who b- liked policy and shit, which is like, okay, you she like should, policy. Just talk about policy. She then. should just be her Martha Stewart ass self. Yeah. Like she should just stop at the fucking farmer's market on the way home, make you a fresh summer salad, and then say, I think that if we move the numbers around, we could help a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's that's what you need to be. You don't need to come out here and convince me that like uh you you listen to the baby or that you're gonna practice doing uh, his fucking dances. You, you know, know what it reminds me of? The, the you're gonna best do the bop. Is- the best example of this, I think, is when a guy in a rock band thinks he's funny, so he goes on stage. When he's on stage, he starts telling jokes during the concert, and you're like, no, you don't got to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, no, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's what so like, It's like, I'm bombing. That's funny. No, oh, nobody thinks this is funny? Well, I guess I'll keep going then. <laughs> that is exactly, that's what it gives me vibes of. And I think it's not just her. Really, it's all of them do it with the very few exceptions. Donald Trump does not pretend to be one of us. You no, know? he would never. It would fucking when he was talking about mm. taking big duties at all of his speeches, he said, I don't take big duties, but you do. Meanwhile, that guy probably take. I mean, I yeah. think about his, you know, just I mean, and he doesn't listen to music. I'm 99% sure that he doesn't like any. And it's just like he's a. Actually, I think he probably likes Kiss. I think he's like a Kiss ACDC guy. That's just my guess. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I just wish these people would just come up and be who the fuck they are. I don't know. And it's just, it's a matter of, uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, no, I'm not, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be too pessimistic about this, but it's a matter of these people are openly like, trying to trick us like this lady is just so fucking openly doing like a workshop pr campaign to try to get us to like them 
but like Bernie Sanders just is like, okay, okay. Like there's videos of him shooting hoops, shooting like fucking free throws. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that guy probably likes basketball, you know, like he's probably done this a lot. Right. But like when he has a chance to talk to me, it's heartfelt things that affect my real life. Um, he doesn't presume what my relationship is like with my partner and say that it's toxic and I need to burn it all. He's like just more concerned that we have like (laughs) standards for safety nets. He's not doing like instant. I don't know that it's so weird to do that for Elizabeth Warren to be like this sassy, like daytime talk show woman, you know, that is out there just like spilling the tea. Yes, and and I they're think, just so bad at it, and it's so it's just horrible. Yeah, because you think about it, and you're just like, I, if you're putting somebody in charge of the whole thing, uh, why someone like their, this? Yeah. Why someone that just <laughs> why not? Why somebody that doesn't have the courage to be themselves and instead pays other people to tell them what to think and say and how to act? Yeah, yeah. Let me do a selfie. My favorite thing: the selfie where someone takes a fucking picture of me. Yes. And, and and I just think like, you know, it would just we'd live in a better world if like the president doesn't have to know anything about pop culture. The president no. doesn't have to be hip. No. And like it's funny that we have to sit down and watch like these people every four years, these people go on TV and they pretend to be one of us. And it's always disastrous. Oh, they're just so bad. They're getting worse and worse at it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't. I, I mean, maybe they've always been bad. I mean, we've we've talked For about sure. the Republican candidates that like rent a truck and fill it full of hay and drive down to I, the that, to the I rally. Like, that I like. Fred Thompson. That's the famous Fred Thompson story. He he was doing a. Uh, Fred Thompson was doing this. He was the Law and Order guy. Remember? He yeah. It's like in movies. He's in Die Hard too. And uh, he was like, uh, he drove up in a limo, got on the back of a truck with hay and sat on it for a quarter mile and then got off the truck and got back in a limo and left. <laughs> and it was uh, very, uh, it, it, it was, that's like the most cynical way to do things. And almost to me, I can respect that way of doing things for sure you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so uh we're not just going to talk about this stuff I, I can't do this for an hour uh i got news stories brett uh saw a great one today uh just to get like a little start what's up what's going on i put some I, i'm sorry i uh my charger isn't down here i think i left it upstairs no i thought somebody said something mean to you in the chat no i do also have uh i put some two interesting articles in that document on oh i got one oh okay i I think i got it okay um so this is from vice and it's from munchies food by vice huh um so uh here it is get sauced an independent family-owned barbecue and hot sauce company makes almost two dozen different sauces along with dry seasonings rubs and dip these are the best barbecue sauces and glazes on the market the edmonton alberta business claims these are premium grade sauces. what was the title of the article (laughs) it is uh well i was gonna man says he was fired for complaining about employers cheap barbecue sauce holiday gift yeah i i believe i was done very very dirty hussein mahalidi said about the barbecue sauce basted drama premium grade or not can't 
a, one Canadian man says a bottle of hickory barbecue sauce makes a shit Christmas gift. <laughs> and it makes for an even shittier reason to get fired. Yeah. Hussein Mahedali uh, had worked as a general manager for Fastenal, a Minnesota-based fastener distributor for the past six years. Have you been and to Fastenal? I've heard of Fastenal. There's one here. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I sometimes realized earlier this week, like as I was reading this, I realized one of my powers is that I've been everywhere. Yeah. Like I have, I nothing, no environment scares me away. I want to peek at like everything that's going on. I did do a mystery shop at a fast and all one time. And what do they sell? What is it now? It's all industrial equipment. Yeah. So it's basically everything is like, you remember that Kmart yellow shelves that they used to have? Like that yellowish brown shelving? Yes. The whole store is that it's about the size of like this basement, but everything is just like commercial grade locks, commercial grade, like fasteners, fasteners, everything. Yeah. Actually, there's actually one in my neighborhood. I walk by it all the time. It's weird. It's a weird place. Um, but yeah, that's what fastenal is. Right. So he's working, but I bought like a master, like I went to go get, I was like, I went to go get a master lock. The cheapest one they had was $28. Jesus. Yeah. Business prices. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so for the past six years and for five straight holiday seasons, he said that the company gave all of its American and Canadian employees a gift box that contained cookies, candies, and beef jerky. See, that's not, I mean, that sucks, right? But they're not going to give you the money. But look, man, they had, they had loyal people that wanted that gift box. Exactly. And they literally, they just cut, they went too far. They, like, you used to give me a bag of popcorn and a fucking beef jerky, and now you've given me a barbecue sauce. What the fuck are you doing? And and here's the difference. Like, you just feel like, like, how is that any, how could you get any less? Boy, here's the, uh, I, this paragraph is so depressing to me. Those McDonald's coupons, remember them, like, free coupons for McDonald's fries and shit? That's about the cheapest gift you can get. That That is a shit gift. That's or, like, one. when somebody gives you, remember back in the day you would get uh, movie theater gift certificates and you couldn't use them on new release movies? <laughs> you had to wait for something to be out for two weeks to go see it. Free movies, <laughs> but not special, special releases or whatever. Yeah, I got one of those one time. I went to see the movie Tower tower heist and uh right before the tower heist started fucking thing broke guy comes into the room and he's like uh you know we can't finish the movie uh just go out and get a free pass so i went out to get a free pass and they gave me a crummy thing that was like you can go see any non-special engagement movie that you want for free and i think there was even times on it and i was like that's not fair that's not what i paid for you actually ruined you what you've done to me is you fucking got me into something. You, I'm telling you, dude. I watched them plan the whole tower heist, okay? And then as they were zoom, you know how they'll do those like aerial shots of the place they're gonna heist on right before the heist starts, and they'll play some music, and it's like really exciting. Like, oh, we're about to see the heist. Yeah, it fucking broke on that scene. It just fucking went <laughs> and. I was like, this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to me at that period. Cause it was just like, I'm fucking, I'm invested. And now I gotta leave, 
what, what I'm going to come back and watch the fucking movie again? So I, it's Tower Heist. I'm not going to watch this a second time. It's never going to, I've still never seen the fucking Tower Heist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I know. I, I had one, uh, I went to go see that movie, Rise of the Guardians. And it's a movie about like the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy all get like uh, beaten down by uh, the fucking, uh, the Boogeyman. What's that fucking guy's name? The Boogeyman's the cool. Black. He's like, yeah, it's all, I think it's he's the Boogeyman. Krampus, some, probably. Some sort of Boogeyman. Yeah. I think it is the Boogeyman. And uh, what's that? No, not Candyman. I wish it was Candyman. Candyman Candy in a cartoon. <laughs> Candyman killing Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy would fucking. <laughs> yes, that's rule. a good movie. <laughs> I'll make that. Yeah, but uh, so the so at the end of it, basically, we get all the way, and like none of the kids believe in Santa Claus anymore, and like the world is just in darkness because no one believes anymore, and the boogeyman is winning, and he like blows this dust, and he's like takes over the the whole world, and this is this is the part where like later you find out they fight back, yeah, but the fucking film just disintegrates, and everybody just screams, and all these kids scream in the audience, <laughs> we're like, what just fucking happened? Yeah, and uh, yeah. That is, that is like, you got to see the the beat down. The boogeyman won. Yeah. It was just like the boogeyman wins. That's what happens. No more fucking Santa Claus after this movie. So stop asking. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, uh, what a time for that to happen. So, uh, Mahat, Mahadley said that, uh, they always appreciated the box with the candies, the cookies and the beef jerkies, which I don't think they should be giving beef jerky anymore. It's like a lot of people are vegetarians. It's not worth it. Like if you're handing a gift basket of candies and stuff, just put more candies. Just or an orange. Man, I feel so much for this guy. Just think about it. You go to work all year long. You've done this for five years now. It's Christmas time. You go to see your boss, and here he comes with that tin. It's a <laughs> fucking tin full of popcorn and cheap beef. And whatever the fuck is else is in there, right? Yeah. But it's enough. That's enough for me, right? This guy is like, that's enough. He's, ex- he's accepted it for this many years now. You turned your back on that person. Like, that is someone that is so dedicated to your business, right? Yeah. That's someone that showed up all year long and did it. The only thing they ask for is a nice summer sausage and popcorn. Yes. And you fucking betrayed them. And it's like they were. How could you? How cheap? I mean, how much more? How worse? I don't know. That's just such a. It's just. I feel so bad for that guy. I know because one because and I'll even say this with um, I'll even say this with like, uh, we had Christmas bonuses at. Actually, I'll say this. This is really funny, weird thing that happened. Uh, when I worked at the uh call center, for your birthday, they would send you one. Anthony Thomas candy turtle. Not like a bunch or not a pack of them. Just one big turtle. It was for your birthday. Most businesses don't give you shit for your birthday. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, the first year I got it and then the second year they cut back and didn't have it anymore and I was like, I mean, I didn't really care about the turtle very yeah. much but now I care about the turtle I'm- and I think that's what this guy's going through too where it's like, I mean... I don't really give a fuck about the cookies, the candy, and the fucking uh, but, thing, but 
And I, it's fine. I mean, you just like, you, I can just imagine that like he sits in his lazy boy on Christmas and just fills himself with company popcorn and cured meat, right? And is just fucking likes it. And then goes and there's just so many of us that sign up that are willing to do that. And like to, 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 you just, you just throw it out the window and you don't even realize what you're doing. It was like when I worked at the warehouse and when people got turkeys every year, everybody got a fucking turkey, literally left the place with a turkey yeah. for Thanksgiving and they turned it into a raffle and all of a sudden they were complaining about company more round. It's like, yeah, because we were you used to give us a turkey. You used to at least fucking hook us up with a turkey, right? Yeah. And you stopped that. Like I feel this relationship has changed. I mean the cheapness. They just chisel they keep chiseling away at I it. I know. And they never give more. No, they're That's never they're not gonna reward you for anything. Yeah. They don't I mean they would never. I mean, even, you know, so many people. They'll fire another person, make you do their fucking job, and they get mad if you if you and fire you if you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh so he he said they always appreciate it. And this year the Americans tore into that same box of snacks. Canadian workers like Mahadili received something different. One five ninety nine. Uh it says five ninety nine, but then in parentheses it says four dollars and sixty cents. That's American. Bottle of get sauced hickory barbecue sauce and a company logo wooden barbecue scraper. This comp uh, here's what I would think. Here's what Brian Quinby would think. Uh, they do not give a fuck about us here in Canada. <laughs> like this company, they might as well just fucking kick us all out the door at that point. Fucking five dollars. A, a five dollar gift is like. It's, why bother? It's a bottle of ketchup. I know. I know. They, it's like someone went to the grocery store and gave you a bottle of fucking ketchup. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Here, I got you this for. I got this for you. Thanks uh, Thanks for selling $30 locks and uh, $100 tie-down systems to fucking foremen. Yeah. So here's a bottle of here's a bottle of barbecue sauce. I hear it's the finest in the world. Yeah. And this guy's so cool, by the way, the the, the guy in the article, because it's like most people would just be like they go home, they'd sit down with their partner and they'd be, oh, yeah, fucking they gave us barbecue sauce and a wooden scraper this year instead of the candy. Uh, you know, it fucking sucks. I'm just going to, you know. Yeah, whatever, you know, and just set it in a thing. But he said uh, he was confused at first. December isn't exactly outdoor grilling season in BC, British Columbia, where he lives. <laughs> and then he just got pissed off. I work really hard. We get pushed really hard to reach our sales goals, he said. I felt I gave this company so much and I felt really disrespected when I was given barbecue sauce as a holiday gift. And here's the thing. The person that sent the barbecue sauce probably was pretty salty about that sentiment right well i mean we'll read further in what but like if you're the person that gave the barbecue sauce and somebody says i feel disrespected by the gift you gave me <laughs> that was probably like not easy for management to hear the the person that decided to send the barbecue sauce you know what i mean which is, uh, I don't give a shit, but I, I yeah, just, I mean, I think that it, it's just to me like a corner cutter decision. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they're saying like we're spending twenty four fifty on these gift baskets for the general managers. Uh, the barbecue sauce place here does uh, a fifteen dollar gift basket that you know will save us ten dollars. You know, yeah, 
So he posted a picture of the sauce on his anonymous Twitter account and called out both the Canadian and American Fastenal accounts. <laughs> what kind of multi-billion dollar company gifts its Canadian employees barbecue sauce as a holiday gift? Yet the U.S. employees stuffed their face with an actual holiday <laughs> gift box, he wrote. Oh, man. I, I love him. This is how everybody should be. I'd love to. I'd love to send him a bunch of gift box. I'd love to send him just tons of like popcorn tins. <laughs> everybody, take your old pop. All the popcorn tins from Christmas that you didn't get around to, we should mail to this guy. Yeah, this guy should have like just a house full of candies and cookies and beef jerkies and all that stuff. That would be the ultimate good thing. A day later, his <laughs> manager called him. And addressed him by the name on his supposedly anonymous Twitter account. Oh, no. That is... Dude, I know. I've never done that. I would have had to. That's a power move. I used to do Twitter. I mean, I did Twitter all the time when I worked at that one job, and I kept it in, like, the corner of my uh, desktop. Yeah. But, like, if... if, I mean, if your boss did, like, a ring-a-ling-a-ling... Hey, uh, I want to speak to Murder Brian. Yeah, I would You'd know like, I was fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, and that boss is a... This makes it sound like that boss was a total fucking prick about it. You know, because the... the, the I don't addressing... know. It's kind of fun to catch somebody. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to... I don't want to sympathize too much, but, like, if you get to call someone up and be like, I caught your ass. I know, but it feels like... it feels Especially like if a you're dick. a bootlicker. I know, but it feels like a kind of, uh, I can't describe what the feeling is that I would get from it, but it would feel like it's I'm drag. rubbing my face in it. It's right. Dra- yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like the, 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 uh, saying your Twitter name is like rubbing your face. Oh yeah. In, you know, like, oh, we're, we're having a good time here. Too bad for you. Yeah. Just you're going to get, it's a kick in the nuts. Yeah. The manager told him to delete the tweet, which he'd already done. And uh, on December 30th, the manager called him again to tell him that his time at Fastenal was over and that he's been fired for violating the company's standards of conduct <sighs> policy, which here's the deal, though. This is this is kind of like a thing where this is reported like on the CBC and on Vice and like he got so far out of that tweet. You know, I'm sure he just wants his job back at Fastenal, but Fastenal looks like a really shit company, like on the, like on his side of the thing. You yeah. know, from I'm looking at it, like I guess there are like a lot. Like if you're a general manager somewhere, you probably think he's ungrateful, but like everybody else is like, "Fuck yeah, man, get him!" You know? Yeah, I have to say, you, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think this makes them look bad, and at the same time, I mean. Is it not reasonable to have a code of conduct where, like, if you're going to talk shit about the company, at least make up an anonymous fucking handle to do it, right? Well, right, like, Jason, if you have any grievances, please make up a fake account and put them online. I do not want to be added directly. That's not a part of our contract. I mean, what did he... What? How did they even find out who the guy is? The guy, hey, I'm really curious about everybody the bat- tells on themselves. Everybody tells on themselves. Oh, so you? Th- he shouldn't have added them. Like never should have added thing. them. Don't at your your employer. No with criticism. That is a bad. Like if he would have just ri- if he would have just typed fast and all without the at, still would have his job. But it wouldn't be as brave, and that's what makes him a brave hero, right? Is and that I, he added them. I mean, I have to say also that. 
if he's taking his general manager skills to another company, he does not have to divide, divulge all of this, and they're probably not going to Google his name. So oh, they will, probably will Google his name. Do they, they do that Google now? Names, dude. Yeah. Well, let's, what I, I want to know from they Google your name. I don't like know. Most you don't they do that? I believe that. I don't they think do. anybody's checking on. A lo- I mean, not. And I don't know. I'm looking it up, but I think pretty much every business is that a background check is that part of it when you do an application like i think that if you're doing uh i think that if you're doing a job that's above like an entry-level job and if it's an entry-level job into a major corporation they're probably googling your name i really do because it's just like that is the hr because i i think like we've talked about this on the show a lot right we've talked about how like a job interview is an odd thing because nobody in the interview is being genuine and the the interviews tend to like uh um the interviews can't really tell you anything about anybody so what they do is they they take like back channels they make you pee in a cup or they take your hair to find out if you're using any drugs while you're not at work they call your old employers and I'm sure Google. They don't call your own employers, though. They do sometimes. I've not had really. The fuck, I've done a reference call. Okay. I've like actually done one. Okay. Like answered one. I've also I've lied on all of mine that they didn't call. Well, some of them don't call. I'm not saying that they all call. I'm I don't think that. that I like, think that most people are lazy and are not doing due diligence. I don't think that Google. I don't think they're googling your name. I don't think they're calling your references. I just feel like Googling is such a low effort. Uh, it's such a low effort. Uh, but why would you do it unless someone made you do it? Do like you employ- could do it's better. It's low effort, but no effort is better. Okay. So here you go. From the career builder survey, we know that almost two in five employers admit to performing online searches on job candidates. Okay. Two in five is not majority these employers expect you to know that you will be googled do a search for your name so two out of five is not a majority i just kind of figure like i just saw someone tell this is hilarious someone just posted in the group and said uh they they uh, filled out an application online and they went on the website of the company and then they someone called them over the phone and did like a phone interview and they just repeated stuff that was from the website and they were like you seem like a great candidate and let them do that and i'm like let them let them get like get to the next interview they called them in for like a second interview and i'm like that seems like things are about the same like people aren't doing their due diligence still yeah so I'm, i i am reading i guess they don't i i guess they don't google they I, could I mean, some do, two out of five do i just sort of feel like it's such a low effort thing that if you're hiring somebody it's like I would see an HR office being like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll. I think he can scoop, man. I think that, like, you can get, you can, in, in retail, he can go find another general manager position wherever it's at. He can say he learned some lessons and move along, but I doubt he would get I think, caught. I agree. I and think, I think that, like, this is a way bigger thing because it does, it does, like, because we're talking about it and just everybody that has sent the article, a lot of people sent it to us. Fast and all looks like a fucking piece of shit company because you're just like, why didn't True. you? Just, why didn't you give that guy fucking popcorn? Yeah, and and I'll say this: like retail, they're probably not googling. 
Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't think that. I just think that like if you're if it's you're, extra effort. Like they they're they're the the managers at the retail places are the laziest people in the fucking world. They just are gonna make sure that they can do a background check and that you wrote down some credible sources and you seem all right in person. Yeah. Um, so on Twitter there were mixed responses to his oh wait, we gotta talk about what he got. He said he wasn't offered any severance, and the company just issued his last paycheck, cashed out his unused vacation days, and gave him $750 in commission. I believe I was done very, very dirty, he said, which is true. Damn, that's, that, I mean, that is some real talk. Saying I was done dirty is... He was. That's, I, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's beyond, like, I feel bad about this. I mean, that's like, you've, I mean, I, I will never, I'm like boycotting that company. I guess just my thing is like it makes fast not look bad. You did him dirty. So. Yes, I, and I agree That's that my he dude. was done dirty. That's my he dude. worked it's... there for six years. Yeah, and they took a tweet and fired him for it. You know, like just uh, and also how many followers did he have? You know oh, what I, I know. Mean? Like I wonder even how many followers the fucking guy had. No, they fucked up. Yeah, one hundred people would have seen that. And it would have been scandalous to them. And uh, now it's like a deal for everybody else. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, there were mixed responses although uh, to his termination. Although even people who who thought he should have shut up and put the barbecue sauce on his shelf said that Fastenal wasn't blameless either. So everybody hates Fastenal. Yeah. At the very least. It's like even if they think this guy's ungrateful, which I don't think he is. I think he is perfectly... Uh, like you He's said, they gave him enough. a motherfucking condiment, dude. <laughs> he deserves more. Yeah. They he gave definitely the guy, deserves more. They gave the guy fucking $5 and then they fired him for not liking it. I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it appropriately, but like, if you're just, if you're the motherfucking capitalist ass business owner and you can just give somebody, give your workers a little sausage and some fucking cheese and keep them working for you and keep them satisfied... Like that is and like that is the kind of stuff that is good to know, right? When someone's like, you fucked up, like barbecue sauce condiment, you buy me some spicy ketchup, that's not enough. If you buy me a, you know, a, a, a little popcorn trio or something, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, that's good feedback. It is it, like it's bad business. Like it's just it's just to say that like you have to know what motivates your people to come to work and they have made it something where they're like i'm sorry that like we disrespected you and they've turned it into uh we're we're just gonna fucking be assholes about this yeah it, it just i mean firing the guy it just every all the vibes i get from fast and all are bad you I know mean, what like, i mean from his complaints about barbecue his complaints about his gift has nothing to do with his ability to do his job no but they that i think that like Oh, he's not I, even I, happy. He's not even think, happy that he's here. I mean, what do you think happened, dude? Do you like? Let's. I want to. I want to like play this just a little bit and look at it on their side, on Fastenal's side, right? I'm not trying to say they're right. I'm saying I want to look at how. Oh, devil's happened. advocate. It's not devil's. I'm trying to figure out the process that this happened. Okay. okay? So a guy goes on Twitter. And he types that he doesn't like the barbecue sauce. Yeah. Okay. And he acts Fastenal and mm -hmm. Fastenal USA. Right. A social media person who runs the Fastenal Twitter. Yep. Went 
to their person. They reported to whoever is in charge of communications or whoever's in charge of the community team or whatever it is. So then that person probably likely had to go to somebody else. Somebody in charge of operations, somebody that's in charge (laughs) of the money making part of it and said, like, we have a. We have a problem here, I guess, yes. to escalate it. Yes, yes. I mean, th- we're already talking about like a massive amount of paperwork generated in this incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, a lot of people made a lot of money off of this. But actually, it, spent a lot of time. I assume that it then oh. got to the person who made the decision to send the barbecue sauce. It got to the top. Okay, it got. It 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 ha- and it got. Why to- would it ever get to the barbecue sauce person? Like, who else would be hurt by it enough to get the guy fired? Like, who else oh, no. is angry enough? No, it's not just- the barbecue no, no, sauce it- company. I'm talking about the person that works at Fastenal. No, it doesn't. No, they're not. No, that's just somebody that that had to cut the budget. I think that it got pushed to the per- somebody that's like, okay, this is a problem. Now it's a problem. I have to solve it. Um, let's find out who made this tweet. Let's fucking fire them. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the feelings of the person that changed it to barbecue sauce. It was literally just like, uh, somebody tweeted something bad about the company. I don't have any other recourse for this than just fucking get rid of them. Right. And what he tweeted, I guess, technically had to do with the company, right? Yeah. It was defaming them. It was saying that they fucked... They but fucking it, treated Canadian people different. It didn't say anything about the company being bad. You know what I mean? It was just they gave me a shitty gift. They did it dirty. Wasn't like, yeah, they did me dirty. Don't do me dirty. You gave me a shitty gift. Uh, I don't. I I didn't like it. Yeah, that should just be a thing that ha- like somebody takes that in, into their mind and says we I, gave a shitty gift. That's it. I, I mean, mean, but they have a flow chart with like a protocol where they're just like. This employee created a disruption. What should we do with X employee? X employee should be eliminated, right? Like that's the answer. Right. Well, and then it had, well, I think, I, I really think if I had to guess it, then the, the, the person that made the decision, the human resources person that made the decision informed the, the, the bot, his boss. Yeah. Okay. And it, I think it was up to his boss's discretion, and his boss was like, "This guy's a fucking problem. We got to get rid of him." I doubt that. That's I don't that's think fantasy. You're a fantasy decide. booker. You're always a fantasy you, booker. So you think somebody in like corporate headquarters decided to fire this guy? I think it was just a matter of yeah, this guy has made a complaint. Um, if anybody causes a problem, we get rid of them. That's the just like the natural flow of things. That's like the path of least resistance. Somebody is a problem. Get rid of them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's uh, that sucks. What a sucky thing. Yeah, I don't imagine we complaints about, about work. Now? I don't imagine someone's boss was like reading through someone's Twitter and like measuring whether or not it was sarcastic or something, or whether or not they deserved to be fired. I, I guess, guess. Yeah, yeah probably, probably not. not. But, but I, I, I think, think that, that uh, when and they, they see, see you as like, like little cogs. Yeah, I mean, they're right? like, like they're, they're just moving you around, and, and this cog needed to be thrown away. You know, yeah, because it was complaining. But it looks bad. I mean, in this day and age, it just looks bad. I mean, that's uh, uh, I think that he did way more than he even knows. Yeah. yeah. But s- it was the right thing to do. I saw, I saw this, this post today from uh, TJMCNAB. I don't TJ McNabb. I don't know why I read that in MCNAB. Yeah. 
Uh, that, uh, this, this is, is a, a uh, now hiring thing on a, uh, on some site. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, it doesn't matter what site. Data analysis vacancy in Eisel and Stern. Okay, so we're we're hiring a data analysis for what I assume is probably a law firm. The job title is data analysis. The description: You will complete various applied research projects for data analysis. Strong critical thinking skills and some program experience is a plus. Note, this is a reverse financed internship, so you will pay $15 an hour to work here. Um, knowledge of machine learning techniques is a bonus. This job is near the end of the area of New York, New York. Uh, apply online and submit your CV. So they will be paying $15 an hour to do the research. That is a job posting. Are they doing that now? Can they do that now? I, I mean, ever since I've been on tw the internet, folks have been saying like unpaid internships is a raw deal, right? Like people die of exposure is a good punchline. Uh, I can't, I, like, I've seen it get whittled down from, you know, you have a full-time job and you have to pay a bunch of money for insurance to you can only get a part-time job and they'll never pay for your insurance to now it's all a gig economy and you just have to get as much money as you can and you're an independent contractor. We'll figure it out for yourself. Now to the point of your, you are going to pay to get a job. Yeah. yeah. I guess like that. Well, no, if, if it's, it's not, not something that you can charge somebody else for, then it's just fucking, you're paying them to go to work. $15 an hour people are paying to or they want someone to pay to get to do this to do data analysis I don't understand I cannot even wrap my mind around I can't this works. I mean it comes down to like it's that weird thing where when you know as a young person it's very frustrating when you try to get a job and they say you need like three to five years experience in something right yeah and you're like but every job no job will hire you with zero experience, right? No one, no one says like, we're looking for people with zero experience in this. So they're offering people a chance to pay for experience. Yes. I, I guess that does make sense. I'm, I'm reading. You can say I paid for the finest position at this law firm. Yeah. I'm looking data entry. I'm, I'm looking at reverse finance internships. And uh, stop that. Don't say that. that sounds like a, a, a hex is going to be cast upon <laughs> all of us. Don't say that. It's going to become a buzzword. I, I also, also might I feel like it's going to be like a reverse finance internships, the new hottest thing on Planet Money, wow. right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a good, good that is Hi, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Welcome to Planet Money, reverse finance internships. It's all the hottest rage in uh, techno techno firms it is, but does it pay off we're going to talk about it today it, it is, is a kairos doll would love oh yeah he would be so into this. it this is, you know kids These people, this. they're bargaining their future it's like you know it's kind of like the stock market they're betting that if they spend money on their job now that's going to pay off later <laughs> imagine, imagine you go, go to college, college you get, get out, out. You have, you have student, student debt, debt and, and then, then the, the first job you can get is you pay them fifteen dollars an hour for. <laughs> yeah, and it's a fucking. This, this is our world. world. This is what we yeah. live in. Sounds like a Philip K. Dick novel. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my cousin Jessica sent me this uh, this 
this ad that she was annoyed with. I got a good one too after this. Okay. Yeah. She sent me this ad that she was annoyed with and it's not aggressively bad, right? It just has a few little key spots that's, in it. That's everything. It just flies right under the radar. Right. Most stuff is just right on the surface. It's not enough to point out. Yeah. And, and it, this is a, a, this is a perfect illustration of how you know you're going to be doing uh, working for a small business tyrant. It just has a few little key clues to tell you you're working for a fucking tyrant. Northwest office is looking for a detail oriented person to work Monday, Thursday, or Monday through Friday for approximately 20 to 25 hours per week. You decide with flexibility to fit your daytime schedule nine to two, basically, but a little flexible for start time Ugh. four or five days a week. Oh. I don't like flexible start times, ah. and that's not flexible. This is all wishy washy. That's nerve rat. That makes you nervous, right? Yeah, like, like what am I signing up for? Yeah, <laughs> like when do I actually have to be there? Yeah, I need something to plan around. Right. I feel like if I don't, if I don't fit the, I feel like there's too much. There's, there's already set your setup for failure. I and feel like you can never meet it. They're like, you're going to show up at 10 and they're going to be like, when I filled out that Craigslist ad, I met somebody that shows up at 930. Right. They're acting like they let you choose. And then they tell you you're going to work they, nine to two. They're testing you. Yes. They're yes. testing you for, to see the, I'd like to see someone that shows up and before I do. <laughs> that's who I what I'd like yeah. to. That's what I really mean. Yeah. Duties include answering phones, outbound follow-up calls on files, emailing, faxing, typing, data entry, filing, Microsoft Word and Excel knowledge, and other general office duties. Here's here's our first clue, Brett. Must be reliable and able to do work independently with a professional appearance and attitude. Must have reliable transportation. Pleasant non-smoking office. Parentheses. There are no smoke breaks. <laughs> So don't smoke at this place. Uh, we need someone who can work hard and fast without being watched constantly, which here's Me the thing. So if no. you're getting this job, they're watching you all the motherfucking time. Yeah. Either that or they don't watch you and you can never meet their expectations. Yeah. No, this is what this is once again. So they're going to say, I mean, you know, I'm only watching you constantly because I told you in the ad I don't want to have to watch you constantly, but you're not living up to it. Here's another big clue. Basically, we need a grown-up who has a good work ethic. No. Nope. <laughs> your, your cell phone will be turned off before you clock in to avoid distractions and no personal calls unless emergency. <laughs> That's for for, a, for data? medical billing data stuff? Turning your phone, uh, tell anybody that tells me to turn my phone off can go get fucked because I'm not turning it off. There's no reason no. to turn your fucking phone off. I'll get the work done. Yeah. Tell me off. what you want to get done. I'll do it. And I'm going to check my phone too. Yeah. I've got to check my phone every I once in a while. I got apps. some tweets and stuff going on here. Got some uh, DMs to check. $12 per hour with 90 yeah. day probation period. Which mean for each day in the first 90 days you call off, miss, or are late for any reason, you will lose 50 cents per hour on hourly pay permanently. So, That's great. This is like a this is like a uh, a TV show. I've never heard that one. This is uh, that a, is a first. That seems illegal. I have been that is a That's first. some sort of game. <laughs> that is a first. And I have not only been a person looking for work. In my life, 
but doing this show, I get sent one ads all the time. And I've never seen anything like that. So if like, you're well, right, they you, were like, you, you, you make eleven fifty an hour now. Permanently. Yeah, you missed uh you know, you had uh you had all of that dysentery shit that happened. Yeah. You missed four days. That's two dollars an hour that you're gonna get knocked off now. From so, the, from now on. Here's another infuriating sentence. Being on time every time is critical. Because you get to set your start time and schedule. <laughs> it's like, no, you said I have to be here nine to two. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not setting that start time. I would never pick that start time in <sighs> all of the times I got to pick a start time. <laughs> They're going to give you the opportunity to set it how they want. Yeah. So, uh, ugh. That was that's a that's a small business tyrant. Yeah, if I've ever seen one. That sounds like a horror. That has every warning who would sign up. I mean, who would? I mean, I guess there is, there is somebody that can slot into that, but they are at least doing enough like red flags. They are completely announcing how awful that position is going to be. Right. It's nice that they're like telling to people you that it's like be to a terrible place to, to us. Work. We're like, nah, I don't want to deal with that kind of scrutiny. <laughs> yeah. Or this kind of test. It seems like a bad place to work. It seems like the boss sounds mean, basically, yeah. just from that ad. You I said got, you have one. Too? Yeah, I do got one for you. I think uh, I want to know how you feel about this. I think, I mean, you're, you're, I think you'll, you'll uh, get hip to this pretty quick. Um, this is from some from a what are these people? They're like career advice people. Okay, I like that. Small timers though. Like what? Like they're just like uh, uh This is uh, just yeah, little old uh career advice like scammers. People that like do a blog and say they're like an aunt, like a life coach, entrepreneur but make no money oh, doing I, it. I read so many of those. Yeah. Right. I read a lot of those. So, dear JT and Dale, which great team. <laughs> not, uh, That's listen, a good team. Listen to me. I'm not asking JT you and Dale anything. You wouldn't? No, it sounds like a motherfucking morning radio show <laughs> in fucking West Virginia or Arkansas. <laughs> I yeah, that's true. I mean, I would I would hang with them, which means they put would be good at employment. I don't employment want career advice. advice from morning radio DJs. So, listen to this. Um, I work at a retail shop. I work at a retail shop that just opened a few months ago. The owner is the wife of a very rich guy. Ooh. This shop is clearly just a hobby for her, but I absolutely love it and want to see it be successful. Mm. Meanwhile, she is pretty clueless about the retail business and is making some key mistakes. I would like to put together a proposal to step up and run it, but I don't want to insult her. Any suggestions? Oh, <laughs> I know your face is so good. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I have no suggestions. I, I don't mean, know how to do that. this. Is easy breezy, beautiful cover girl type shit. Like you just play your position, show up and get paid. If this is some rich lady's hobby, just get your money and like don't worry, right? I guess like what? See the thing. Don't about worry it about is, it. Exactly. Yeah, but if it is Why something you that you believe in and that you like and you want to see succeed, so you stay employed. Well, that's true. You, you can't. That would be. It's true. It's like it's a weird position where you have a shitty job in like some strip mall, and you're like, 
if we made a couple hundred dollars more per month, I think I could do this for a very long time. Exactly. And we've said this. So you're like, you're like, I'm like, I could run some Facebook ads and get some people in here so that I could have this shitty job. Right. We've said this a million times. It's like when you're looking for a job, you want it to be the last job you ever look for. You know, like that's I mean, that's one of the infuriating things about so many uh, 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 like career advice columns and stuff like that is that they think you should have three different careers in your life. And it's like, but nobody wants that. I, nobody. I want to, I want the option. Obviously, I don't want to be like locked into a company forever. And a lot of people do get that way. A lot of people get locked into a company, right? Because they pay them an amount of money that, uh, they can't get somewhere else. But like, uh, I don't know. I want to, if I, uh, let's just say. I disagree. Like, I, 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 I mean, I, I always wanted that, I guess. I, I think if, if, if you wanted to jump, jumps, then <laughs> I just never did. I wanted my last job. i still want my last job. Like, I just want this to be it forever. I don't want to do anything else. You know? I mean, I think that like between now and the time I die, I'm going to live like two more lifetimes of what I've already done and like I don't expect that I should have one thing that is my the only way I can get my food and shelter like I don't I think it's very old stupid like FDR New Deal idea to think that like I'm an iron worker till the day I die it's like I just think that's I, what people want though. no but I no but we have to all we should all trade in our body like if we want oil there should be we should all do four years of you know, fracking. We should all be doing four years of fracking instead of having one guy do 40 years of fracking. That's how I feel. Nobody should frack, okay? I'm just going to say that. I mean, that's how the world happens. I like, know, I... <laughs> someone should be taking, like, we should just do smaller, like, we should all take on smaller fucking well, dangerous shit. That's how I feel. Like, I, I don't know. I, that's how I feel about it. Well, I mean, I'm in, in a, in a utopia and, and like yeah life is a matter of like changing how you want it to be and i mean i don't think it is that i think it was weird before to say that someone should have a career forever and i think it's more natural now to to move between things right i, I think if there were like safety nets for people sure to to but i i think i always figured like as soon as i lose this job i'm not going to be able to get another job and it's fucking scary and it just, to me, seemed easier to stay at the same place. Even though, like, that place can close. That place can lay me off and stuff like that. It's not guaranteed, but it always felt like... I think it's way more honest to say that people are going to live, like, three different fucking lives. Yeah. I mean, possibly I have. So, <laughs> but I, I wonder what the advice could be. I guess, like, you could do the... Pr I think where this guy or this person is wrong is that like they want to do a proposal for them to step up and run the company and when you're dealing with rich people you have to appeal there's different ways to deal with people right and like when you're dealing with a rich person you have to understand if you say i'm going i think i can do this better than you that's not going to fucking go well that's just she's gonna go home and sit across the table from her husband and be like do you know what he said today he thinks he can do this better than me. He didn't even know what it's like to run a company. He doesn't know anything. I'm running this company. If he wants to run a company, let him run his own fucking company. 
you got it. I mean, I th- that's how I. That's absolutely what I think. Uh, is that like this person, if they have the acumen, they should just go into business for themselves because no rich person is ever going to let you come in and say, you know, like it's you're not gonna like you can't just walk in and be like, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna turn this whole thing around and make you a whole bunch of money. Give me the job. They're gonna be like. No, get the I fuck guess, out of here. I guess my thing is like if you can somehow if you if if your real goal is to have the business succeed and make more, you have to with a rich person, I think you have to appeal to them in a different way. It's like so I have these changes that I can make and then you go tell that person the changes as like a suggestion you know yeah. it's just sitting down and he's like you know i was thinking the other day yeah uh if we did a facebook You've... ad that might be great you know right so so let me get the let me give you the advice because that is the thing that is the answer but i think it does fuck yourself into a corner so it says uh i would put the plan jt says i would put the plan together and then ask if you could meet with her discuss an idea i would let her know how grateful you are that she started the business then tell her you are so into it that you put together some ideas based upon your past experience in retail. I wouldn't highlight any mistakes she's made. Instead, present alternative ideas that show her other ways of doing it without implying her ways are wrong. Then I would simply tell her you'd like the chance to make to take on a more substantial role in order to grow the business. Be sure to include how she can leverage her strengths. For example, if she is really good at spotting trends and buying merchandise, you can tell her you want to be able to focus on that while you handle the rest. That way, she'll see you as more of a much-needed partner that will free up her, free her up to do the parts that she endo- enjoys most. I, I mean, everybody that works for us, right, does the stuff that we don't want to do. That's like we 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 basically are trying to hire enough people that all we have to do is podcasts. Sure. You know, and they give us suggestions and we just let them run whole parts of the business, right? They could do this person could do the same thing. Now, I, I think now, I think the problem with it is is that they're not going to get paid more. So they're going to put all this effort in to just be a cashier that can be fired tomorrow. I'm just picturing this as one of those stores that sell like Namaste and bed shirts and and like wine koozies and stuff. So yeah. I don't know what the business is, so, but yeah, let me so that I'll, I'll I'll wrap this up because that is the whole thing because the title of this article was Take on Work, Give Boss the Credit. That is what it is. And that's though. that's what Dale says. To wrap to to back up JT is terrific advice that I wouldn't implement all at once. Rather, I suggest stretching it over weeks, maybe months. Pick one idea that would have the biggest impact and make your suggestion. Offer to do whatever extra work is involved. Let it succeed. Then do it again with another idea. You keep doing more of the work and the boss keeps getting all of the credit. Said another way, you take over everything but the credit that's how you become indispensable yeah that's not going to work though and here's that's the, here's and, the reason why that doesn't work is that sh- this woman is still going to fire you if no, she feels like yeah. doing it <laughs> and and the thing about it is that that type of stuff is just a matter of like you said she's going to be like well 
I'm not going to make you a partner because I can just pay you $12 and 80 cents an hour. You do the Facebook ads, you do all of the merchandising, you do all of the ordering and all of that. There's really nothing else. There's no other task that you could take on that I could pay you more for. So I don't know why you're asking for a raise right now. Right. You know, exactly. And, and like, it fucking you, sucks that this You've kid, taken on everything. Sorry. It fucking sucks that we like live in this world where like a person that is clearly passionate about doing this thing and and really wants to work hard and and make this thing succeed can't get the money to start it themselves no. and this fucking rich person is just using it as a write off on there's, their taxes. Yeah, there's no merit to it. Yeah. No, this lady is helping her husband out because he unlike when he does his taxes, the business losing money makes sure that he that they're paying less money as a couple. Yeah. Whatever it is that she's doing, you know. Yeah. And and, and it's it sucks. I I think the advice there is like surprisingly because most of these people i think are fucking wacky that they don't have like they they are just like let the boss i mean just you know maybe ask if you can take a pay cut yeah you know to help They're the like, company out you know uh it's you can't do this on the books but you can do a blood oath you know <laughs> yeah you could do some sort of ceremony outside of the realm of hr that would create some sort of bond with your employer to to grant you, you know, not only fortunes in this life, but possibly in the afterlife. Yes. And, and instead, I mean, they're they're totally 100% right. Like, the, you their should. advice is 100 fucking percent That's how right. you keep your job. It just isn't helpful to the person that is asking for the advice. If you, yeah, if there's a rich lady that will buy you dominoes every Friday and you can do all of the work for her and make sure that like that paycheck takes care of all of your stuff, that's the, that is the move to make, right? Yeah, but it's that's, a shit move. I know. It's like a bad move. It's, it's just all of your skill and talent is, is put towards like elevating some piece of garbage that has too much already. Right. And she, probably you know the other thing is like running a business right like for a rich person that's like losing money on it and stuff like they just get i'm not interested in the business anymore let's just fucking shut yeah it's this gone thing. you know <laughs> when it's not Can't your livelihood it. it's very easy to just decide you don't want to do it anymore and stop doing it yeah <laughs> but uh oof yeah again i can't disagree I think that doing a proposal would fuck you. Right that would, away. How crazy would that be? Yeah, like could you, I could not imagine going to my boss and being like, "All right, I have a, I wrote out here a little report on all the ways you're losing money and fucking this place up," and yeah. then them being anything else besides like, uh, "You need to get your two weeks together." Yeah, I mean, could you frame it in a? Is there a way to frame it delicately, right? With by still getting what you deserve. I. I is there a way to frame this in a way where you still get what you deserve and you get to keep the job? I just, I'm trying to even figure out what, what that would, because it, it, honestly, it, it, if, if you are doing what this person is proposing doing, they do deserve like a bigger paycheck. You have to be some sort of like conniving sociopath. Yeah. I mean, I think it can happen. I think that you could like parasite your way onto them 
into something where like you feel like oh we're best buds oh we're best partners oh we're business partners like i deserve yeah, half of this that's true but it would take a lot of massaging and it would take a lot of extra time to like manipulate this person into convincing them that you're a business partner you're totally right you're totally right that you could parasite your way into this <laughs> yeah, i think it, I think it can hurt i go. think it can happen but it is i can like, see it like there was like i just remember when i, I mean i have been fr- i was frank with one of my bosses about how i had a lot of skills that i thought were worth more money he was kind of a bullshit frat guy that thought it was cool that I was kind of, you know, doing the big dick thing about how I thought I was impressed with myself. And he was like, I'll give you a, a raise and all of that stuff. But like, I, I, it was still a matter of like, I'm going to be making more money for you. It was never like, I think that we, sh- we're the same or we're. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's just you have to really, do some soap opera shit to get like the business partner. It stuff. is. There's not really a way. Rich people are. Uh, they think I mean, they're. They, ge- think, they're they think they're genius. Yeah. They, yeah. they think everything they got was only because they have great ideas and they deserve it. Yeah. yeah they have no understanding of how they, they got there. I mean, you just even have to think about like a, a, a billionaire CEO, right? Like a Jeff Bezos, like. He doesn't acknowledge that the people that work in the warehouses are the real reason that the place is successful. He thinks he makes the place successful. You know what I mean? Like that's well, how those that's how those people think. I saw a really good uh, Snapchat uh, of someone that works uh, that does a, a like electrician work and saying like, how does the person that that how does the person that runs the the power company deserve all that money? When I'm the one standing out here on high voltage wires. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, like you're balanced in the middle of the fucking air yeah. right? on fucking electricity. I mean, my advice for the person really would be to try to get the fuck out of that company. But, but that I mean, business, honestly, that business is not going to last. That I, job will not last. I'll take my I'll take my revolutionary hat off and just say that, like, you have entre- you have the entrepreneur blood in you like you want to try to do something you should just develop a business for yourself and make a go at it i i would just not waste my time pouring it into some else somebody else's fucking hobby rich people quit all the time they do you they know what can. i mean they can, they can. Just decide i don't want to do this anymore and it costs too much for the fucking uh commercial space you know just whatever it is you know that that business is not going to be around for 10 years likely right if somebody's throwing shit away right you're, you're not getting a 10-year job out right of this, for sure know? well that's the show come to the variety show january 24th jake flores street fight and district sentinel radio also we're gonna have uh, young and eight and eddie bars do a live performance and uh we're gonna have some musical guests we're yeah i we were gonna have to it's going to be a good show it's going to be unlike the one that we just had another party's going down in columbus ohio on uh, january 24th you can also see us in harrisburg pennsylvania on january 25th find that information at streetfightradio.com there'll be links sorry i have a lot of burps from the the beer there'll be links to uh, there will be links to everything at streetfightradio.com um we can't wait to see all y'all. It'll be great. Different show each time. We're really doing big things. And if you want to support Means TV and like in another way support Street Fight Radio, because basically 
I'm handling all the warehousing for the Means TV t-shirts. So every time you buy a Means TV t-shirt, a little bit of that goes to me. I'm like the dealer. I'm uh, like riding on top. So uh, means.store is where you want to point your browser. Means.store. You can pre-order the shirts. They're doing that all month long until the end of January. They have some amazing designs from some very cool artists. And um, they're doing a fundraising event all month long until everything launches here in February. So means.store if you want uh, to pre-order those shirts. Also, the gumball shirt from Street Fighter Radio is available at store.streetfighterradio.com. We really appreciate everybody that tunes in each week and downloads the show and spreads the word. We're hoping to make this thing bigger and better. And eventually when we get what we want, everybody else will get what they deserve and we can get rid of all the motherfucking people that are causing all the problems. So we'll see you later this week. We're taking calls this Sunday. We're Street Fight Radio. I'm Brett. He's Brian. Peace. Peace.